Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lin. Welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely co-host, Miss Daphne Lin. How's it going, Miss Daphne? It is going super duper, man. I'm enjoying life and loving it. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. That's really good to hear. It's always good to hear people doing well and not letting life catch up to them and bring them down. That's right. It's all about how you look at things and the meanings in life. You know, the only meaning that anything in life has is the meaning that you give to it. Exactly. So you can look at it from a good and positive perspective or you can look at it from the dark and dreary and negative perspective that's right and you create your own world your own destiny that's right that's right and the meaning that you give to an experience will determine or have an effect on the way you feel exactly about that experience yes exactly Hmm. so wisdom in those words that's right that's right something to think about yes ponder on it meditate on it and if it resonates, yeah, take it and work with it and run with it. And if it don't, then let it float away. Without judgment. you got to remember that. If it resonates, take it, accept it, and apply it. If it doesn't resonate... Release without judgment. Release it without judgment. That's the key. Without judgment. Very exactly, good. Very yeah. good. Well, you are listening to the actual NDE World podcast, and uh, we do actual reviews and interviews of the near-death experience uh, world. And uh, we give our input from studying lots of different near-death experiences and breaking down the different elements and things like that. So if you or anyone that you know has had a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience or any kind of spiritual awakening or any kind of spiritual experience or someone you know, like we said, then go over. Want to share it? Yeah, share it. Please go over to nde.world and, uh, you know, contact us. We'd love to hear your story. Most definitely. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, today we're going to go ahead and um, uh, bring uh, another NDE experience. And we get uh, a lot of our near-death experiences from the nderf.org site. That's uh, Jeffrey Long, Dr. Jeffrey Long, because these are actual real uh, experiences, medically and scientifically backed up and studies and things like that. So it is the real deal. So. Uh, those are the ones you hear on here, along with the actual live guests that we have appearing on the show as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring up our first clip of the day and uh, see if we can make some uh, comments and maybe find uh, some good nuggets out of it. Looking forward to it. Let's yeah, roll. this is going to be our nugget. we got to, we got to, uh, you know, we got to call this the nugget hunting. You know, this is yeah. nugget hunting. <laughs> yeah, I, and so. I love it. I do. I really do. It, it's so enlightening and it, enriching. It just—it's taken me to a whole another level in my consciousness. So I'm grateful that I stumbled across these when I did, and, and really piqued my interest to look further into it. 
Me as well. Me as well. So, you ready to hunt some nuggets? Let's get some nuggets. Let's do it. And we are rolling. We had arrived in Key West with our two best friends for our annual trip to South Florida. This trip included visiting Fort Lauderdale for about eight or nine days, with four days in Key West. We always had a blast. We drove from their condominium, condo, I think it was a Wednesday because we had big plans to watch the NCAA men's tournament games Thursday and Friday. We arrived at the condo and the husband friend and I went to take a dip while our wives had a cocktail in the condo. We were going to go out that night. We came back to the condo, rinsed off and got dressed for the night. I was having a beer, he was having a cocktail. Our wives were coming in off the porch. I remember turning to leave and feeling a very faint sense of falling face-first to the floor. The next thing I know, I was outside my body. I didn't feel myself leave, I was just floating outside the condo watching the action. I was floating about two stories high, near the steps downstairs, in retrospect, I don't think I died until the EMTs left the condo because my friend's wife started CPR right away. I now know that I was in between death and life. At that time in my life, I was big, weightlifting and exercising. I was in very good shape, 6 foot 2 inches and about 265 pounds at that time. I worked out twice a day many days. I say this not to brag but to illustrate two points, I was in great shape and was only a big slab of humanity. I mention size because as I watched the EMTs negotiate the narrow stairs but just as small turns at the bottom of each six or so steps. I remember laughing and thinking, there's no way they're getting that guy to the ambulance, suddenly, I became aware that I was floating and saw a large crowd watching the action. I actually remember specific faces. The last face I focused on was that of a dark-haired kid, who seemed to make eye contact with me. Then, in a flash, I shot off at indescribable speed. The light around me went into light speed. I saw kaleidoscopic colors so bright and dynamic that I really cannot describe them. Although, I can visualize them as they appeared during my trip. There is no sense, idea, understanding, or existence of time there. Eternity is a second, a second eternity. I rocketed off and then seemed to slow down. I was facing a wondrous, glowing ball of light. I don't possess the vocabulary to describe the light. At this time, I felt the presence of someone else behind me who communicated that everything was cool. I also figured everything was cool because I was completely at ease. I felt that I was aware beyond belief. There are more than three dimensions and I experienced some of that. It was just jaw-dropping, brilliant, goosebump stuff. At some point my entire life flashed before me. It was not in snippets of my life, but somehow my entire life all at once. Some of what I saw and remembered made me feel euphoria, laughter and other times sadness, but again it occurred all at once. At some point, it was communicated to me that love is all that matters. This meant love for all fellow humans, love and respect for the earth, for the birds, animals, and even insects. All things are from our creator and we are all, everything connected, at every level. 
I was given a lot of information that just stuns me to this day. Time is not linear and I can't really explain this thing I learned. All time is now, then, next, or whatever. But I've had to explain it in sort of linear fashion because I guess that's how I understand it. After some knowledge lessons I learned beyond love, connectedness, and our eternal existence, I had to go. Again, in some way I was told it was time to go. My next memory is waking up in Key West Regional Hospital. My first memory is that the staff had ruined my beard. I was told that T they'd shave the mustache so the oxygen mask would fit correctly. I remember nothing other than being there, that I was in a chair with some brain damage, but my personality was intact, slowly over the next few days, I became more lucid but was still not very aware mentally. I actually complained that I didn't get to experience the near-death experience. Eventually, I was sent to a hospital in Miami, then to our friend's Fort Lauderdale home, then on a plane home. I don't remember the whole timeline but I think it was three weeks. Since then, I suffer from PTSD from the event and am very troubled by my vivid dreams. I also have deep compassion and deep love. I remember good stuff and bad stuff. Yet, what I learned is priceless. And in we are back. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I picked so. up some things in there that reminded me of a very recent episode we done um but when we get to that point i will uh touch on it then sounds good sounds good well let's jump right into the obe itself he noticed he was floating uh watching the action below and he uh, said approximately two stories up yeah okay uh and uh, i like the comment he said he was in between death and life life being the latter yeah think about that but he might have been reverted to the other way. <laughs> yeah, there's no telling. Yeah. Uh, but and, I, then, I, and then he was uh, going through light speed. Before that, I want to bring out some points where it said that he was in good shape and good health. He wasn't yeah, expecting he was anything to happen like that. A healthy know? person. But uh, when it started, it said he became aware of his floating. So he became aware of, the, oh, oh, wow, now I'm floating. But here's what I thought was pretty cool. He said the last thing he remembered was a kid saw him. He was looking eye to eye at this kid, like this kid really saw him. So this kid was able to see in the afterlife or to see that spirit or to see something. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that too. I, I, didn't, that I didn't know if it was like him actually turning and looking physically at that or if it was this. Because, well, he's already had the out-of-body He's already experience. out, yeah. Yeah, we're in the out-of-body already. So... All of this is out of body. And I think about that, a child, a child that's seeing the spirit. Correct. Yeah. They're, so. they're not so polluted as what we are. So they get to get that sense of purity, that spirit that they get to experience where we close our minds off at a certain age. So I thought that was interesting. You that know, was very these interesting. These two stories up, looking down, a whole bunch of people. Okay. A dark-haired child. And this one child looked up at him, and he said that's the last thing he re remembers was the child looking at him right that's, so that's pretty I, I just personally thought that was pretty interesting uh then it jumps over to the light speed like yeah, you said exactly the yeah. kaleidoscope effect yeah definitely uh they uh pretty interesting i mean you you see that a lot that just a kind of like a tunnel 
and just the yeah. effect around all around you. Know, the colors and things. Now, and uh, then no time. Yeah, no time, and then a glowing ball of light that was indescribable. There was a comment. I think it was the line before that uh, says that uh, back to the no com- uh, the comment on no time. He says that eternity is a second, and a second is eternity. Comments? That's very interesting. That time is not linear as we perceive it here on Earth. No, it's not. And that's one of the key elements that comes back from the other side. Time. Is time. Yeah, exactly. So time is one I, I think we can definitely count on to be a reality on the other side is, is how we perceive time. But not as we end. perceive it here. Correct. Right. Definitely. And then he noticed a presence behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after the glowing ball, you remember right? seeing the glowing ball light, then he felt the presence, and then everything is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought this was an interesting comment. He experienced life all at once, his whole life all at once. Yeah. And and they all do. You hear that a lot, yeah. Yeah, I would say they, that they all do. That's no, they all don't. But, but you know his what I'm particular experience, yeah. A lot of them do that. They experience like everything happening at once, but not all, not all, but a lot do. Exactly, yeah. And and I lo- I'm hearing this so much, and in some of these stories, um, love is all that matters, not what we've done or achieved or anything like that. But love is all that matters, and that everything Absolutely. is connected. Everything. We all just did a recent episode on that. Absolutely. And again, time is not linear, like we'd mentioned earlier. Mm-mm. But uh, it was like beyond love and connected. Yeah, go beyond you know, love. I thought that was pretty cool. And then the dreaded, it's time to go. Yeah. This yeah. is where people uh, usually get a little bummed out, you know, and like, mm-hmm. uh, and some of them even fight it and uh, <laughs> really resist it but they have to go back so he heard this like time to go back and next thing you know he wakes up in the hospital but i noticed he said he was still troubled by vivid dreams that's what i was going to comment on yeah and vivid he dreams. remembers both the good and the bad stuff so he said but most of all it was a, a lesson you know yeah that was priceless what he, yes what he learned was priceless and see that that's whatever he took away from this was priceless. And that's, that's what matters. That's and that's what, what all matters. these are about, from what I understand. And and I'm hearing that so much. Love is what matters. Right. If that's that source, and, and I say if, but I, we hear it so much in these accounts, that source, energy, God is love. Right. You know, nothing else can exist in love. Yeah. That's no hate, no, there. no dramas, no... No, Anything all these human emotions love. that we deal with, and Just we are recovering that as well. Yeah. And that's why, no matter what we've done, it is forgiven, because it that side is love. Right. No other sense can go there but love. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and uh, jump on another clip here and see what kind of nuggets we can get out of our nugget hunting. How's that sound? Let's dig into the jar, baby. Let's dig in. And we are rolling. I was a Christian before the Enlightenment, believing in God and the teachings of Jesus Christ. That remained. Now, I don't believe. Now I know. I came back with a much broader understanding beyond Christianity. 
I have no need for religions. It's all inclusive, not exclusive. I am now a child of God, I found that when I no longer fear death, that my perspective on earth has changed. I lost a need for things to be good or bad because they just are. I'm not always happy but I'm always at peace. Peace will always trump happiness. I've transcended the earth, yet I'm still here. My prayers have come back strong and with one overwhelming message share your story. So, that is what I'm doing. May God bless you all, may you find love and peace. From the moment I saw my wife, there was no other for me. She felt the same, as there was no other for her. We were inexplicably drawn together. We dated for a year, lived together for a year, and marriage the following year. We were overwhelmingly in love, the couple that other couples ask, how do you guys do it? The more time we spent together the happier we were over 20 years, my wife was more athletic than I. She ran daily usually at 5 a.m. She was a marathoner, practiced yoga, ate very healthy, and very rarely sick. It came as some surprise in December 2012, when she got a cough. She went to her doctor and was told that she had whatever was going around, the flu or something. And was put on antibiotics, a week later there was no improvement. So, she went back to the doctor for an x-ray. It showed nothing in the lungs that would cause the cough, on Christmas Eve every year, we held a large celebration at our home. This is how healthy she was 10 days before passing over, on December 26, 2012, she was sent to a hospital with different lung imaging machine. Again, the results came back with nothing to be alarmed about. There was a slight inflammation from coughing, but due to a lower than normal oxygen level she was held overnight. Daily tests were done as she quickly got worse and worse. Five days later, they told me she had a mass showing up that looked like cancer. They told me she was not going to make it and would not be leaving the hospital alive. I was in shock, just devastated, I went to her, with tears streaming down my face. She asked me if she was going to die. I said in a quiet, broken voice, yes. She was extremely calm. I told her I would trade places with her. She reached out, touched my arm, and said in a calm authoritative voice, it's not your time. I was taken back a bit because it didn't sound quite like her voice. I never left her side. On January 3, 2013 she motioned for me to come closer to her because she couldn't speak well. She said, I will find you up there and pointed up. I went to hug her, with endless tears running down my face. She pushed me back as she said as she pointed at my chest, we won't look like this, but I can see your soul. I hugged her tight and said, please do baby. On January 4, 2013, she opened her eyes about 10 am and said, I love you so much. I answered, I love you too. These were the last words we spoke and in retrospect, these were probably the best last words that could have been spoken, she had three brothers and two sisters, they were there with their spouses around her bedside as her body shut down. I was kneeling down next to her head. My parents were behind me, I was inconsolable, my world, the love of my life was suffering and dying right in front of me. She couldn't breathe and it was killing me. Suddenly, she turned her head and looked directly into my eyes. I looked into her beautiful, blue eyes. Instantaneously, I was somewhere else. I was in a dark gray or black space with about 30 tiny pinpoints of light above me, for me, what I saw was nothing compared to what I felt. I was being thoroughly and completely engulfed in unconditional love. 
I was in such complete awe that I was not aware of my wife or anything except the love that was radiating through me. All the stress, sadness, fear, any and all negative thoughts and feelings were replaced with love joy that transcends all human understanding. I felt more alive than I've ever felt. I was enlightened to everything. It was a true spiritual awakening. There was no time where I was. I find it impossible to fully explain what I experienced. I've been questioned many times and try to narrow it down but I can't. If I were to totally guess, it felt like I was there between 4 months and 4 years. In an instant, I was returned into my body. My wife was still looking into my eyes. This whole event felt like I experienced it through my chest not through our eyes. She turned her head toward the ceiling, exhaled and transcended. I said in a loud voice, it's a miracle, I looked around to see all the grieving family members at the bedside crying, looking at me as if I'd lost my mind. I exuberantly asked my brother-in-law, did you see that? Yes. He replied. I was elated. I asked, what did you see? He said, she opened her eyes. I asked, for how long? He replied, about 14 seconds. I asked to everyone else, did you see that? I incorrectly assumed that everyone had seen this miracle. They slowly left the room into the hall of the hospital in their own grief, I've now figured I was consoling her for about 7 seconds and was gone for about 7 seconds. I lost all fear of anything, especially dying. My interests align with almost no one. My old friends have fallen by the wayside. I have no interest in power, prestige, fame, competition, or anything like that. I have a deep reverence for nature. I see the world and its immense beauty. I see clearly that we are all one with everyone and everything. I see the beauty in humans and I also see how they are being misguided on so many levels. My life is gone. I am now life itself, just like everyone and everything. So many people try to compartmentalize my experience trying to understand it. I tell them they cannot think their way to understanding it, that seems to confuse them more. And we are back. Interesting. Yes. A shared would, would like experience. To, absolutely. Would you like to start the comments? Sure, sure. Um, straight off the, off the bat, <laughs> Christian before enlightenment. He followed the ways of God and Jesus, but before his enlightenment. But now he knows his, his, he's much broader in his beliefs belief system. Yep. No need for religion. for religion. That's right. No need. We for get religion. that back. Um, there, people understand there is no religion on the other side. There is not. I can't stress that enough. There has never been any of them that come back and said anything about any kind of religion. In fact, right. every one of them all says that there's none. All paths lead to back to source. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I like the fact that he said that there was no fear of death after this experience either. That you get a lot of as well. Yeah. Um, I like that he said also, um, he's not always happy, but he's at peace. Yeah. That pe people need peace in their life more than a lot of things that they claim they need. Peace of mind is top of my list. And love. You, you have to have peace and love. And that's why you hear me say a lot of times, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, absolutely. Well, let's kind of slowly shift our awareness over to the wife. 
Now, yeah. uh, this kind of reminds me of the other, uh, one of the earlier experiences that, you know, this person was a very healthy person and his all this happened. Now, that. in this particular experience, yeah, the guy said his wife was very healthy. Yeah, and yoga to and eating it, right, yeah. eating healthy, and yoga and all this. So she ended up in the hospital. Yeah, it was just her time and her soul contract, I guess. Yeah. You know, and it was devastating to him. You know, he was shocked. Um, it just got worse progressively, of course. Mm-hmm. And they said they didn't think she was going to make it out alive. Right. Exactly. And I noticed that she was calm about it. You know, it says a lot about her and her spirituality and the, you know, the love that she had and the understanding. And, no, it's not so, your time, you know, and then looking him in the eye. So she had to be a, 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 a very spiritual soul probably to be able that for that spirit to radiate that. I don't know. What do you and, think? And she... Yeah, um, I'm thinking that she was having her own NDE in in this process because he said that she said in it's a voice that was not hers. He he caught it called that off. It caught him off guard that it wasn't her voice. But she said it's not your time. Yeah. So I mean, how would she know that? Hmm. You know, but I, I think she may have been having an experience herself. And uh, I love the little statement that she's, she said, I see your soul. I, I think of the Avatar movie, I see you. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we can look beyond the physical and, and see that spiritual side, that conscience, um, that's going to help us in so many ways, is to look beyond the physical. Absolutely, absolutely. So what happens when she looks over at him, locks eyes with him, and then all she of a shares sudden, that experience. He gets shifted over into an OBE. Would this be an SDE, like a shared? Um, yeah, this one's more of a, a, a shared, shared experience. experience because he wasn't having an NDE. He wasn't having an out-of-body experience. He just had the shared experience with her, and he got to see these things um, about the no religion and... Um, Broadened his perspective else. on everything. Engulfed yeah. in love. Enlightened. I love his term, enlightened. I hear that a lot. I love that. Enlightened. That's that's what you want to do is enlighten people. And that's what he felt. And he also said he felt it through his chest, which is your, your heart chakra area. So, True. And that's where love radiates. So that's, let that love flow through that chakra. Yeah, he said this was actually a true spiritual awakening. Yes, and then afterwards he had a deep reverence for nature. And he realized that all are one. Yeah. Well, yeah, and And we hear that all the time as well. Yeah, and he was life itself. Yeah. Yeah, and and backing up the... uh, he asked his, his other relatives in the room, did they see that? And assuming that they saw the what he did, but they didn't, they saw the eyes open, and they said, for how long? And, and he said it felt like, what, four, four months years. to four years, yeah. something like that. Four that, months to four years. That's where in, that time doesn't in exist. In 14 yeah. seconds. That's that time is not what we perceive it on the side. Yeah, it's amazing. That's amazing. Well, look, looking at the clock, we got time for one more. So let's go ahead and throw one more in real quick and uh, see if we can get any nuggets out of that. How's that sound? Perfect. All right. Perfect. We are rolling. 
I felt myself float out of my body. I could see my body lying on the road. Yet, I felt so alive and so free of my body. It was strange because I could see myself on the road, but I could also see a bright light in the sky, almost like the sun. I was pulled up toward the light, and on the way toward the light I saw beautiful landscape. It was almost as if I were looking out the window of a plane, but much larger than a window. I also suddenly felt like I was connected into a collective consciousness and felt like I knew everything and the why about everything. It was like a veil was lifted and I became super intelligent. When I reached the light, I felt unconditional love coming from the light. I had never felt love like that before my NDE or since. No one asked what religion I was or if I believed in God. The love was truly unconditional. I heard a female voice in my head say, you can stay or you can go back, if you decide to go back there are many things for you to do. I told the voice that I wanted to go back. I then floated back toward my body. When I re-entered my body, I felt the pain in my head from hitting the pavement, and I also felt the loss of my super intelligence and the weight of being in the physical world again. I have never forgotten this experience and I can see it in my mind's eye today as if it just happened. Before my NDE, I had my doubts that God really existed. After feeling the love coming from the light, I'm certain that God does exist and that he touched my soul that day. I really wanted to stay in heaven that day, but I felt that God had sent me to earth to do many things and I did not want to disappoint God. And we are back. Now, let's look at the last one here. The um, first thing he talks about, the floating out of the body. That would be the actual OBE that's starting out. But I noticed he's, although he was messed up on the side of the road from the accident or what had actually happened, I didn't really say, um, but it said that he felt so alive. And free of his body. Yeah. And at the same time, he noticed his body on the ground. He also noticed that bright light. And then before you knew it, he actually started feeling himself being pulled. Pulled toward, toward the, light, the light, yeah. Yeah. And on his way up to the light, he noticed different beautiful landscapes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And here's something that you hear all the time. or hear a lot of that connected, collected Collective consciousness. Consciousness, yes. That all knowledge yeah, I like is how you part said that. of that. Connected to collected consciousness. I like I like how you said that. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that that's all along the. We did an episode just on that before, so yeah, that that's being affirmed and in my belief system more and more. And what happens once you get connected to the collected consciousness is that you know everything. Because exactly. you go back to the source. You, you, back to the you source. You get plugged back in, yeah. Now, he, he called this God. Mm-hmm. He didn't necessarily believe before he went. but And that's what he needed to believe in a higher source. Sure. Yeah, and so there's he nothing called wrong with calling it God. Source God. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, again, another one we hear all the time, unconditional love. And no religion again. Before and ever since. Uh, no one asked if he believed in god or any kind of religious exactly beliefs. Yeah. no religion that, that doesn't you know only exists over here on this side guys exactly and and one uh, one of the points here um 
He said he heard a female that singled out from the collective, a female voice. Many, if he wanted to uh, go back or stay. Ask if he wanted to stay or go. Yeah, Yeah, but she said if you go back, you have many things to do. So right there, you you got to get in touch with your life's path. Yeah, that true. soul contract, whatever you want to call it, you have to be in in alignment with that. Good point. Good point. And it says that once he floated back, that's when he realized and felt the pain in the head and um, lost the super intelligence, quote unquote. We hear yeah. that a lot as well. Yeah, you know? unplugged from the source. That's right. And you back yeah. here to human consciousness, and it's like, oh man. I just had this awareness of everything, and I don't really know hardly anything anymore, you know? I know. I mean, imagine, really imagine that feeling. I mean, and we connect with that. That is us on this side of the veil as well, but it's, it's just a piece of it. It's just it almost kind of makes piece. you want to die when you start. I mean, no, I don't mean that. I don't no, want to come I off get, the wrong I way. I understand that. I do. I <laughs> understand something that. gruesome. No, ever. I would never condone any of that. Uh, but the point is, when you think about how beautiful things over there, what it does, at least, if nothing else, it gives you that encouragement to want to look forward to it and, and want to go through that instead of being afraid releases of it. releases all fears. There's the fear. no fear in truth. That's what we find out from these NDEers. They come back, that yeah. fear of death is gone. Okay. Uh, yeah. A couple of more things I want to mention here. I'm looking at the time. I'm going to go and wrap things up. Uh, one thing you hear a lot of people say, and I heard him say it, that... Um, it's just as vivid today as yes. it was when it happened years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Any comments it's on that? Always vivid. They never lose any of the details, uh, no matter how much time passes on this side of the veil in their lives. That they, uh, It holds true, very clear, precise details. Absolutely. And the final thing is, like we had mentioned earlier, he does believe that God does exist or what he's calling God now because he yeah. was able to tap into that source. I like the, And he wanted to stay. He yeah, he, he said he felt that God <laughs> touched his soul. Yeah. So that's a beautiful, beautiful moment, you know. Wow, it is beautiful. Yeah. It really is. It really is. See, we can take away so many lessons in these experiences if you are open to it. That's right. Learn and These grow. are nuggets. These yes. are nuggets. These are life nuggets. Yes. Love them. Nugs, nugs, nugs. nuggets. Give me, give me more. That's right. <laughs> I have become addicted to nugs. <laughs> nugs. Yes. Well, it's better than being addicted to like chicken nuggets from McDonald's. I guess. Oh, you know, no, 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 no. Those these spiritual nugs, nasty. I think, is going to be a whole lot healthier for you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, good deal. We appreciate you guys for hanging out and listening to today's episode. And uh, we um, I really appreciate being able to share our knowledge and experience with you and really learning from you guys as well and learning from these these different experiences and these reviews and interviews and it's just so enlightening we can we can take so much away from it you know so is there any final comments you'd like to make any comments today Daphne before we head out just continue to expand your awareness yeah absolutely very well said expand your awareness to infinity and beyond. beyond. (laughs) (laughs) We love you all. May peace be with you. And until next time, let your light shine. For more information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's nde.world.